Tonight on the show, we tackle creepy music teachers, forests, and dogs for no apparent reason as we discuss Graduation Day. This is Manic Movie Monday. All right, Ron, what day is it? Uh, Graduation day? Yeah, it's graduation day. Well played. Okay, so was this a first time watch for you? It was. I I thought I had seen it before. Um, I think I confused it with other members of the alumni or faculty are the killer kind of movies. Mm, Um, Okay. So, uh, like, what? April Fool's Day, right? Is... April Fool's Day, final exam would be final another exam, one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I have not seen this before. And um, so I'm I'm very eager to talk about this because I have some thoughts. That's good. No, that's good. <laughs> it's good to have thoughts. It's well, watching it, it's weird because I think the first time I ever saw it was on Creature Feature with Dr. Paul Bearer. So and I did not know who Linnea Quigley was at the time because I was very little. Um, but it was technically the first Linnea Quigley movie I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I Linnea's the one you're friends with. Yes. Linnea and I have known each other since I was 12. So technically we've known each other for 30 years. That's amazing. (laughs) Yes. Linnea would be the one on the piano. <laughs> yes. Um, well, what is this movie about, Ron? Since- it's that the plot is a little uh, watered down. <laughs> uh, so we have a track team at a high school. They're all about to graduate, I guess. I'm not really sure. I assume that all of the track members are about to graduate because we don't really meet any underclassmen in the movie. So I'm just assuming they're all seniors. Um, We're playing playing fast and loose with the word high schooler here, by the way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. (laughs) And there is a tragedy that happens early on in the movie. And then we follow along as other members of the track team and a undefined amount of time after the original tragedy start to be killed and you don't know who the killer is and uh the reveal comes at the end of course and so that's the whole movie i think right did i miss any plot points no that's pretty much it i mean it's you know i love it we movie don't really about- know i mean the i guess the killer without are, are we gonna have spoilers are we are we ready yeah, for spoilers yeah. once once again, folks, there'll be boobs, there'll be blood, there will probably be spoilers. So if you haven't seen Graduation Day, please turn off the podcast and go watch Tubi. It's free. Yeah. So I don't want to give away who the killer is yet, but... We can just um, wait till the end and give it yeah. away. <laughs> but the killer's motivation for killing the track team members is not very well defined. I yeah. guess it's a revenge. It's a revenge thing. I mean, I I personally love a movie about someone stalking a track team because I hate running in all of its forms. Sure. Um, now, were you a runner? Never. Okay. Okay. Good. Well, I mean, I, I used to, to be sure. able to run. I can't run anymore, but I used to be able to run. Uh, um, but those days are gone. I walk quickly if I need to get anywhere. Yeah. I, I do the fake walk fast thing. Mm. I want people to think I'm walking fast, but I'm really not. <laughs> I 
I mean, I think these days I don't run unless someone's chasing me. Mm. Like that's, that's, that's. Hopefully that's not common. No, no. Okay. It's not common. Although I do live in Florida, so it, it could happen. Um, but no, I was never, I was never a runner. I, I got transferred to a school that was a lot smaller than the school that I was into before. And the PE, uh, whatever you want to call it, structure was that you had to run a mile in under 10 minutes. Mm. I think we had a similar thing. And I, I think I got under 13 because that's Ooh. how bad I was. Yeah, it was terrible. I was so miserable and I hated it. And I have bad knees, so I'm not a good, like I just, running is not a thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, so basically the plot of this movie is that there's a girl who ends up dying of a, I think it's an aneurysm <clears throat> while she's running the 200 meter <laughs> I don't even know this. I just know that it's like 200 meters, 30 seconds or whatever. And then she, and then she, she basically 30 seconds dies. 30 seconds is important. 30 seconds. Yeah. 30 seconds. Okay. So then she dies. And I think it's two months later because it's supposed to be around the time that graduation day is supposed to occur. And that's when her sister who is fresh from the Navy decides to visit and, you know, contribute to the red herrings. Cause there's a lot of red herrings in this movie. Right. How did um, you figure out it was two months later? Because I think they said, Oh, it was a couple of months ago that she died um, because they're talking about graduation mm. and I don't remember who says it. It's not, it's not the track team that says it. I think it's the sister, like the Anne. sisters who's Anne, who's fresh out of the Navy. Okay. Um, that, I, I think that's where that came from. Cause she's like, Oh, it's only been blah, blah, blah since, or what have you. Um, okay. And I mean, it's, um, and it's your basic slasher film. I mean, it follows the slasher formula. It's, you know, sure. um, it, it doesn't have any really, I would say standout characters in the movie. Um, no, I really struggled to have a favorite character. I will say movie. there are no redeeming male characters in this entire film, period. <laughs> that's that's true. Not a one. Not a single one. <laughs> Not a single one to be found. None. Um, and you were talking about the killer's motivation, Fabia, and I just think he's just bananas. I, I yeah the um collection of swords and axes at the end and uh boris vallejo art on the walls and vampirella yes um, i like didn't all I, of that sort of yeah just, there's really no introduction to any of that it just all of a sudden is there mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. <laughs> all the swords and axes, swords. battle axes yeah I'm like wow this guy was really into D D or something yeah um so yeah the axe that's on the cover, the poster, uh -huh. you know, that really comes in at the end of the film. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't, it's, it's definitely like a paint by number slasher movie. As far as, you know, you have a person, they're out for revenge. We don't know who it is. Could it be the principal who's creepy in its own right? A lot Could of red it, herrings. A lot of red herrings. Yeah. Which I think probably was more than, mo I mean, that was a trope that was used a lot. You've already met the killer. Who is it? And they throw out a lot of red herrings. I think there's more in this movie 
than there are probably in most movies of that type. So like it marks the the debut of well first of all Vanna White is in this movie. Can we just like take a moment for Vanna? So yeah, Vanna is in this movie. Vanna terrible. White. Yeah, terrible actress. Basically Worst her job is acting to in the movie. Yeah. It is. That's, that's it. Her job yeah. is to giggle and walk around in tight jeans. That's about it. And what's interesting is I found out through some research that the guy that plays the coach is referred to as her uncle. Oh, yeah. I, I, okay. So this is the same information I found on Wikipedia. That's his niece. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't know if it's her real uncle. Mm. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. So yes, my, my mother's been married five times. Trust me. I know all about the uncles. Gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha. So yeah, we have the sister set up as a red herring. Mm-hmm. We have coach set up as a red herring. We have the principal. The principal set up as a red herring. And then maybe, maybe the police officer, uh, Officer McGregor. Officer maybe. McGregor and maybe. Then, now McGregor is the weird caretaker for the school. Is he a caretaker? I thought he was a like an officer. Like a, I thought he was just like a, what do you call him? Like a truancy? Oh, so like, uh, yeah, the police officers in the schools, what do they call them? Resource officers, I think. Yeah, yeah. And oh, fun fact, that is Punky Brewster's dad. Nuh-uh. Yeah, that's Virgil. His name is Virgil Fry. He's the Moon Fry's (gasps) Did not know that. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. I was like, that's great. What a great, that's fantastic. So I yeah. was I, like, I, he, of everyone in here, besides like, obviously Vanna White, like his list of films was pretty impressive. He was an easy writer. He was in mm-hmm. colors. He was in SFW. Yep. Um, so, you know, he has a pretty prolific career. Yeah. Everybody with the exception of, I mean, Linnea has a huge career in yeah, the genre. Following. Yep. Yeah. But I think that like Virgil and um, Carmen, think, yeah. Carmen, um, I'm not even going to try to say his last name. The inspector. Yes. Yeah. Inspector Halliday. Inspector Halliday. He's an infamous character actor, and he has worked consistently since the early 70s all the way up until his death, like 2019, like huh. constantly working and very recognizable face, like everything from TV shows to movies. His personality just comes through his characters. And you would recognize the principal because I, he was he familiar. Is in Rocky Four. Okay. He's the Soviet Union um right. director or whatever. Right. He is. Okay. Yeah, I knew he was familiar, but I couldn't pinpoint it. Yep. And uh he's also a doctor in Halloween four, of all things. Um okay. but- but uh yeah he's michael pataki he's in he's been in a lot of stuff too so there's a yeah. lot of like genre favorites in mm-hmm. this yeah um but i wouldn't say that the characters are very likable like i mean the principal mm-hmm. first i thought that the principal's receptionist whose name is blondie i really thought it was just him being a misogynistic asshole just 20 minutes so before. i thought her name was ej peaker her name is not that's blondie blondie is that like a then you know yeah. sister calls her that yeah. too she's like oh hey blondie i'm like jeez <laughs> so is that like a dagwood and blondie what? homage yes that's what i was thinking that's exactly what i was thinking you're we share brain yeah that, uh, i was thinking it was like oh it's a dagwood blondie reference mm. okay 
I got you. And then can we just talk about the music teacher for a moment? Low rent Liberace. <laughs> so um, I have my favorite character. I have music teacher question mark, Blondie question mark. It's one of those two. I don't know which, but the music teacher. Yes. Uh, wow. He, he escapes this movie. He does not die. He does despite not his die. Um, vices. We'll call him vices. Oh my God. Young girls. Um, and, so and the he, fact that these girls survived. are fawning over him like he's Michael Damien so at a state fair. Play rock on again. But Linnea's character, she's not really impressed with him. She just wants to grade. She's she, like, yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, she's like, uh, just, okay. Oh, yeah. I like how that's, um, he calls it his cobra. His little oh, cobra, sweet Lord. Yeah, dude. I, there are not enough Purell showers in the world to get rid of that fucking image. Linnea's job basically is to is 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 literally to flash her boobs and seduce him, and then yeah. get killed later. Um, and Linnea got this role because the character who was in that role previously wasn't so keen on showing her boobs. Yeah. And so Linnea replaced her, but you still see a mock-up of that actress's head later at the end of the film at the end of the film when they yeah. do the big body reveal yeah it has kind of a jello quality to it because it has the black leather gloves and it has the pov shots and it's it's kind of got a, a little italian horror nod to it i, I also have another question mm -hmm. was this this was not a trauma film right so i was wondering because thank you for asking me that um I don't think it started as a trauma movie, meaning it's not, it wasn't produced by trauma initially. Cause I know Herb Freed who did the movie, like it was, that was their movie. So I, I'm thinking that it was one of those after the facts cause trauma bought up a whole library of stuff to release. Oh, see, I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. The, there's a lot of movies like that you kind of go, Oh, that's a, that's a trauma movie, you know? And then you're like, Oh, because they bought it and they distributed it and all that kind of stuff. You mentioned herb freed has no wiki. Amazing. <laughs> Did not do a lot of movies. It was pretty good. So um, I thought for sure he would have some kind of cult following when I go to went to research him, but no, not a, well. He may have a cult following, I don't know, but not enough that they made a wiki page for him. Uh, no. So mm -mm. I thought that was kind of interesting. He did a he did another. I think he did a Friday the Thirteenth, one of the later ones. Mm -hmm. um, okay, and um, some other stuff that I didn't recognize, but it wasn't much. Like yeah. But he's still alive. He was born in 1935. And if IMDb is correct, he is still alive. That is so cool. I, I saw him in an interview and he had this great Hebrew saying, which was, it was good, but it's good that it was. And I love that. And I use that so often now, but I got that, I got that from Herb Freed in an interview. Um, Cause I just thought, awesome. oh, that's so cool. He was referring to the heyday of the slasher film. He was literally referring to that golden mm. age. And that, you know, it was a fun time and you, you could make a movie for nothing. Uh, and um, Speaking make of which, it. This was a quarter of a million dollar budget yeah. and made many millions of dollars. Many, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was that time period, man. It's like you had this, you had prom night, yeah. you had My Bloody Valentine, you had The yeah. Prowler. 
lots of slasher films in that early 80s period so who does have a a, a cult following is the band felony <laughs> felony so i was very excited when i saw um, and i wish that they had played more punk or new wave because it would have fit their image better but now they just played like i don't know they played some rock the gangster rock which which unfortunately has been stuck in my head for weeks okay Mm. that song is never going away (laughs) no and i think one of the greatest elements of this film is when they're playing at the i think it's when Lene is being killed back to the band and they're only person that's doing anything is the singer the drummer is most obvious not obviously not playing he's looking off stage to the right (laughs) and he's not playing anything but there's full band music going on um and so i kind of glance around and nobody else is playing but the singer is going at it he's going crazy he's really he's really uh oh wow that i only knew felony from valley girl that's the only i knew yeah yeah i knew the fanatic that's a song that I knew because it was it's yeah. very featured very heavily in the movie and very heavily on the soundtrack. But I didn't know that they had any other songs, so it was interesting that they. I guess they 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 gave their music to graduation day just completely free of charge. They were yeah. just like, "Yep, I want the exposure." Yep, a wiki. They have a wiki, <laughs> uh, but they only got I think three whole albums. Um, and they struggled to even get the second one released. Um, they were on the same label as Survivor, Scotty Brothers. Oh, Scotty um, Brothers. Oh, I love Survivor. So that, you know, that sort of clues you in to why they sound the way they do. Mm, okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that definitely charts. Well, what about the random dog in the woods when Linnea right. gets killed? <laughs> yeah. A dog randomly in the woods. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, is that a wolf? <laughs> he, just, he just showed up. Coyotes, I was like, well, we are kind of. You're. We're kind of in. Is this a werewolf movie? There's a. I know. That's what I thought. I was like, is he gonna yeah. attack or? Well, so I was thinking about this because in relation to the killer, I was thinking in the end. Well, I don't know if this is the end scene. It's not even the end scene. It's when uh Anne first goes to the killer's house. Spoiler alert. Uh, and the killer's grandma is watching TV and the dog is barked. And she says, the grandma says, or whatever, she goes, if you I don't, don't the dog barking, she goes, it wasn't a dog barking. What she said is she goes, if you don't stop bothering me, I'll sick the dog on you. I, I was like, thinking that about? the dog in the jungle or whatever, <laughs> in the forest, the dog in the forest was his dog. Makes sense. Why didn't the dog attack him or why didn't he attack the dog? Right. It just shows up. It just shows up and that's it. That's no more dog. We never see, no, we never see that dog again. That dog, that the dog had a bad agent and didn't get enough. Yeah. He was just like out. Or was just not cooperative. And they had to Right. Right. He was an uncooperative dog, which makes sense. Uh, But uh, yeah, this movie has a lot of like weird stuff like that. Like it has, it obviously has an attack dog for no reason. And it has an impromptu mm. blues sing-along in the middle of the school. Oh, that's my <laughs> least favorite scene. <laughs> that is so bad. That is a bad scene. I was like, oh, this is happening. Okay. It's like we turn fame all of a sudden. 
but like fame the tv yeah, show I, not the i movie. was like uh, is this a performing arts school yes that's yeah. exactly what i thought too i was like oh are they gonna are, are they gonna break into song and i'm like oh they are gonna break into <laughs> that would have been great that would have definitely helped makes sense though because the killer does look like he's in an reo speed wagon cover band he does, he does. yes or lover boy or something or something, something. Something along those lines. Something where there's bandanas and jean jackets and he's all just working for the weekend. Yeah. (laughs) Working for the weekend. So D &D, got my battle axes. All of these, all of these red herrings, only to find out that it is in fact Kevin, the girl who died at the very beginning of the movie, Laura's uh boyfriend. And he's gone completely batshit nuts. He's kept her corpse, which I thought oh, yeah. was a good he had that to was have interesting dug her up. to me. Yeah. Because he just it was. I, had her body sitting in a chair, dressed up for graduation day. Yeah. You know, that body's been in there forever. God knows what he's been doing with it, but he's got this body in yeah. his. I mean, it's like, okay, so I kind of thought we could have ended it there. I kind of thought, thought that would have been an appropriate end ending yeah like falling like, out the window with her dead girlfriend's corpse. yes like he flies out the window he dies she's already dead that's it but yeah. we have but then it would have been a better ending nope but then we just continue and they she chases him or he chases her across a football field and in the bleachers and under the bleachers and then there's more dead but bodies he's not sure. chasing he, her she <laughs> runs forever yeah, no, but he's all, and I hate that. Like the killer's all of a sudden there. He just teleported there. He knew exactly the path she took, and he was behind her the whole time. We just couldn't see it because of the camera angle or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's literally there in seconds after she gets there to back to the high school. She's sitting on the bleachers, and all of a sudden he's there, and he's ble- he's bloody. He doesn't look so hot, but he's he's still ready to kill. And we go under the bleachers, and we get to see some more bodies and the only reason i can think that that whole scene with the stepdad even exists why he i i still don't know why he was so angry at her or what their story is i feel like the stepdad and um the cop the the resource officer Uh both walked out of another horror movie with a whole other exposition and are just like like hung over into this movie somehow um and no idea why they are the way they are that makes a lot of sense it's almost like they're working with a totally different script yeah 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 that makes it it was really bizarre i was like is he angry at her because like she survived like why does he hate her so much i don't know i i did read that she was a last minute replacement for another actress so sometimes when you have right, that, she was. Yep. where there's like someone who's coming in to fill in for somebody else, that chemistry isn't there. And you could kind of tell that chemistry wasn't really there. <laughs> no, definitely not there. She just, she didn't really fit. She was too much of a, she was almost too much of a badass for this movie. Cause she was like kicking yes. ass, taking she names. She was, yeah. Very, you know, tough, tough girl. She had that sort of angel heart quality Mm, yeah mm -hmm. um but yeah the dad was a weird a weird character he was like sort of like darren mcgavin but if darren mcgavin was evil yeah like very and drunk all the time he had that very stepdad whatever he is laura 
are dead from the moment the movie started person. She was only in this film and another film. Uh-huh. And I was kind of curious. And then in the other film, she doesn't even have a name. So I was like, what happened? Oh, what happened to good. Laura? Well, I mean, maybe she was just hired so she could like run. Like what's interesting is that the gymnast, you know, the one who does the weird yes. thing, she um, was, she's an actual stunt woman. She did a lot of stunt work. And she's, so she's married to Ron Perlman from Sons of Nuh-uh. Man. Yes, I know. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Like she's like a stunt woman and she's married to Ron Perlman. Really? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. What's her name? I have her name written here. Uh, Denise Cheshire. Yes, that's her. And when you're watching her do her routine, yeah. you, when she's doing her parallel bars or whatever, you can tell that's her. That's not like it is. Yeah, absolutely. Anything. And that is my. I think that's probably my favorite scene. The way it's shot, the score that's underneath it, and uh, we'll talk about the editor in a minute. Leist, um with the score. The only thing that detracts from that scene is the weird reactions from the print or the coach and the photographer. I don't know what's going on there. I think it's just to set us up as a red herring. I didn't know if he was like getting aroused or if he was just like really into it because she was succeeding. I couldn't tell what was going on with him. Just everything about it was well done. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. so what was your favorite scene? This is going to sound super weird, but the pole vaulting death. <laughs> oh, even though that character has no character. He's just like, all of these kids yeah. are on all of these teams, right? They're like, I'm a gymnast. I'm a runner. Right. I'm a pole vaulter. I'm also a runner. I think it's kind of weird. that is that a normal thing in high school? Was that a normal thing in the 80s to have like Olympiads on a your high school roster? Okay. I don't know. You have a shot putter at the beginning of the film. Yes. I And I went to a performing arts high school. So we didn't do any of that. We had a lacrosse team for Christ's sake. We didn't have any kind of, no. I never went to a school where they had shot putting, pole vaulting, eye jumping. <laughs> eye jumping. Maybe it's an 80s So thing. it was kind of strange to me. Well, no, because I was at the school in the 80s. But ah, that's right. You're older than me. <laughs> question. Yeah. Is, was, was that scene edited? Because in my version of Graduation Day, you don't immediately know what happened. You know he was killed, and then all of a sudden you see the spikes. But you no. don't see him fall on the spikes. You or don't anything see like him that. fall on the spikes. No, your scene is not edited. It was just that's just how the movie is in general. Okay. I wondered if, they, and, if yeah. they had done it for technical reasons or if it was to escape like a more gruesome rating. Um and he was actually an Olympian pole vaulter. He was. Oh wow. Okay. Yes. He was an Olympian pole vaulter who was supposed to go to the 19, whatever the 80s Olympics was where America pulled out because, you know, fuck the Soviet Union. Yes, Moscow. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, So he was supposed to do that. He was supposed to go there and compete. And when that happened, he ended up becoming a male model to make ends meet. Oh, I know. I was like, wow, that guy's had a very varied career. (laughs) And then graduation. You could say that about a lot of people in this movie. Yes. This is true. I mean, there are a, a lot of people in this in this film, many of them didn't do anything really of note, but a lot of them had a very varied skill set, which gives this movie you probably wouldn't get with a lot of B-list actors, I think, normally. Yeah, yeah. I don't, 
there's an interesting there's a there's a quality to the 1980 to 1982 horror films that almost looks like they smeared vaseline on the lens it's that sort of dreamlike kind of look to mm, the, yeah yeah to the cinematography yeah. um and i like the fact that they shot in that whatever that ugh, i always say woods it's not the woods <laughs> it's California, uh, whatever that campus is that they yeah. shot in is cavernous and has lots of trees and, and lots of stuff like that. It's just interesting to me because God knows I didn't go to high school that looked like that. That was just interesting to me. So the, the high school is La Canada. I think okay. it's it's not La Canada because okay. uh, it has the little senior thing over the end. So it's Canada. Canada. Okay. High school. It has quite a bit of notable alumni but the only one i wrote down was chris holmes of wasp yeah fuck like a beast bro (laughs) 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 so yep he was class of like 77 or something he's the best part of uh i mean we all know this but he is definitely the best part of um decline of western decline of western yeah Yeah. Him and mom sitting by the pool, just smoking a cigarette, and then him like pouring and pouring pouring alcohol over himself and being like, "It's like Chris, why do you drink so much? Because I hate myself." <laughs> and all the alcoholics were like, "Yeah, bro, we get it, we get it, we understand." So tell so. me about the things you love about this movie. Okay, I love I love the deaths for the most part. Like I obviously pole vaulter is my favorite death. I, I like the scenery of it. I like the look of it. I like the fact that there's that the fact that he just kept this girl's body for months in his room, <laughs> just because it's unlike anything yeah. that we had seen in slasher since psycho basically you know it had like a psycho element yeah does this predate black christmas black christmas is 70 damn it i think black christmas is 76 and this is oh wow that early wow okay one so yeah all right so we have some precedent psycho and black christmas psycho and black christmas i like the fact that you know it's just kind of a silly you know horror film in general and i like there's something about the period between 80 and 82 that i just love like i love the prowler and i love prom night yeah. and i love you know those ones it's just those are just interesting i like the fact that once it gets going it's pretty much just like a stock and slash you know, and I, I dig that. I dig the black gloves. I dig the stopwatch. <laughs> yeah. I dig the incredibly weird death of the football with the with the knife on the end of it. <laughs> Whatever that was, was it a sword? Yeah, that was a that was kind of an odd one. I'm just like, does that is that chart? You know, like cut, catch the football and the football has a has a knife on the end of it. <laughs> Oh, okay. I yeah. I don't. Else? I don't know if I'd catch it. Yeah, it was weird. Um, and then Linnea's death was cool, just because I like the fact that she's out there trying to make out with her boyfriend, and then he's like, oh, "I gotta go pee." I was like, "Well, 
see ya. <laughs> yeah. And I liked it juxtaposed with the music, roller skating, of which I do not know how to do, but I find fascinating. Anyway. You touched on some of the things that I loved. Yeah. What did you, it's what did you enjoy? dated type of cinematography. Yeah. The cinematography, it's very of this era, but God bless, uh, what's his name? I have it written down. I think is the star of this movie. His name is Martin J. Sadoff. And he is the editor, and the way he edited the death scenes or, like, the scenes on the balance bars with Mm -hmm. the almost strobe-like interlacing and match that to music, I I just, I thought it was very innovative and brilliant, and I loved it. And to me, Martin, it's either Martin or it's Daniel um, Yarusi, he was a director of photography. I don't know which one is responsible for that. Mm. But totally loved it. And I thought it was brilliant. And I wish they had done the ending that way. Um, mm. It would have been redeeming. Uh, but we don't get that no. um, kind no. of ending. Which, for me, the balance bar scene was one of the best scenes in the movie. And the opening scene. The way the running is spliced with uh, the fan reaction. Yep. And I don't know. It was just, I thought it was incredible. Um, yeah. The slow motion. One, one of the other, yes, like that slow motion. Mm-hmm. It's almost reminiscent of like how every episode of Chips started. <laughs> yes. No, you're like, totally right. You have. It says this is this is a, a calm drive to an absolute carnage of travesties. Yes. <laughs> that's that's how the graduation day starts. It's that same kind of feeling. You have cut and splice, like reaction, slow motion, and I don't. Uh, so I was very happy with that. What else did I love about this movie? Oh, there's a scene when we get victim one dying. He's listening to headphones, yes. uh, stereo headphones. Mm-hmm. And um, the music that's playing on our headphones bleeds into the next scene. Brilliant. Ah, Brilliant. that's cool. Yeah, so we don't well see her. We literally, she's she's a one and done kind of thing like we don't really yeah they talk about her like because they're, they're doing the picture next scene is the picture mm-hmm. and that's it we don't we don't care about her no more like we can't She's take her picture photo. we can't take the picture without her <laughs> she went for yeah. a run. She's out jogging. She's out jogging. Right? Oh, I was gonna say one thing i took complete offense to was the girl shaving her legs in a locker room that is not something we school do yeah <laughs> At school. No. I was going to ask you. I'm like, it no. doesn't seem like something women would do at school. No. <laughs> I mean, the only explanation for that that would have been good would have been like if someone, if she was like, oh my God, like so and so asked me out for the graduation dance. Like, I got to go shave my legs <laughs> or something like that. Like, something like, oh shit, I got a date. Now- I totally forgot. That would be it. Like, just, but just randomly putting your leg up on a sink to shave it in the locker room after hours. I'm like, well, I would understand how you were shaving. If you were a swimmer, Um, you would do that before you went swimming, but you're not a swimmer. You're a uneven bars person. So yeah, this makes no sense. No sense. No, none. I did. I was like, I don't know where they got that from, but no. (laughs) Yeah. Like there had to be an easier way to set up the scene for her to get killed, like than to do that. Unless it was, and correct me if I'm wrong, but does she do any nudity in that movie? She did at the very like when she changes, you see 
um, her, her breasts. Okay. That's it. So then that's yeah. okay. So we can't use that excuse. We can't say like, oh, well, you know, they, she had to be in the locker room for something and she wouldn't do nudity, you know, then it would make sense, but no. Mm. So no. things I hated about the movie. Oh, yes. The coach, like the coach yelling at the photographer. He was mad at everybody. graduation blues music scene. He was. I mean, <laughs> like, why? He's a very angry dude. Why? He gets Grr. fired for some reason. I still don't know why he was fired. I don't even know that we see that he's fired. I think he got fired because... Was it because the kids went in this? No, fuck me. Okay, I think he got fired. Did he get fired because he because they thought he killed everybody? We didn't know anyone was dead yet. Or did he get fired before they found all the bodies? Yeah, I don't know. I. She Anne goes down into. It looks like his office is a basement, and no, it was the inspector. It was. It was the, the inspector sh- that went down. Yeah, and he's like, I've been canned. Okay, because Anne went to the so, machine shop. Anne went to the machine shop. Um, <laughs> Which, apparently, he teaches that as well. This is a very small school for, like... <laughs> yes, for very nuanced talents. Everybody's in athletics, and the coach also does... The coach, not only does he coach track, but he also coaches gymnastics and pole vaulting. And pole, and- yes. He does. He 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 takes. He he teaches shop in his spare time. Of course he does. Uh huh. That makes sense. How long was was uh, what was her name? Um, Sally, Dirty Feet Sally. Dirty how long was she in the locker? <laughs> how long was she in that locker? How many days yeah. passed? At least Nasty. two. Okay, so if graduation. Okay, so if they're rehearsing for graduation in that first scene where Anne comes back to town if they're rehearsing for graduation that means graduation day is what two days away one day away there's definitely a, a day that passes between, between that so, so Linnea's that body's death there for and like the next hours. day so how long before Linnea was killed mm. was Sally killed I don't know right. if we know that because um, the party yeah I don't know is the party the night before graduation yeah it seems like it because the principal gets the call the next day. Why are when, you at school on graduation day? Like, right. like you're, you're not in class. Right. When he says, I don't know why your kids haven't come home, but they'll be at graduation. They won't miss graduation. Yeah. I don't know how many days pass. Yeah. The timeline is very, is, is, is just like the cinematography. Very, very blurry. <laughs> yes. A lot of the people in this movie really shouldn't be called high schoolers. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Specifically, our killer Kevin looks like he's damn near 32. I haven't seen, I see, I didn't know if he had done anything else. Because when you look on his IMDb page, his his picture is his picture from graduation day. <laughs> I'm going to say probably not. Which is a pretty um, good indicator. Let's see, did I write anything? The <laughs> only thing I wrote for him was wise decision to minimize his screen time. Mm, yeah. Um, Laura, so Laura and I were going to we be married after the, graduation. Not, yeah, on uh, no, like the, right after graduation, like that day. He makes a comment like it's going to be that day, that yeah. night or something. That's a weird thing. You're both 18-ish. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get married after graduation day? Is moving in with him, his grandmother, <laughs> the random dog, and all her room, the antiques. Her bedroom didn't. <laughs> yeah, her bedroom like screamed Anne of Green Gables, while his house screamed 
like Dungeons and Dragons. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was like, nah, I don't see these two as a couple. No. So we have the hitchhiking comes with a cost trope at the beginning of the movie. Oh, God. So creepy. Oh, my God. He His hand was way the hmm, up her skirt. And then he's like, he's like, I heard those girls over sure at that. Sure was. Blah, blah, blah. Sure was couple of lesbians we go god no like why couldn't they have used that instead of the stepdad as a setup for her being tough like i don't understand the whole stepdad thing thank you i I actually don't get it no that makes so much more sense it's almost like they it's almost like they only wanted to set up the stepdad so that they could set up that jump scare at the end when she's sleeping right. and she thinks kevin's in her room and she yeah. opens it, it's just him standing there with like a giant bottle of whiskey it's so weird it's just <laughs> like that gives me creepier vibes of the fact that it had been kevin why are you in her room why are you in her room you creep like that's gross is mm. that why you like laura so much more than Anne? yeah was there something going on See, was this a Twin Peaks kind of thing? What's going on? Been, right. Had this been made today or even in the 90s, that's exactly what it would have been. Is it would have yes. been like, oh, Maddie and Laura. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what else have I got written down here? Um, sweet BG's poster in um, Laura's room. Yes. Very sweet. Very, very big. Who walks around the woods and says, I was looking for the auditorium? Like, <laughs> why, why do you think it's in the woods? <laughs> And then she, she creeps everybody. She would have creeped me out too. I mean, I get it. You're grieving, but like when she's just stroking faces and their necklaces and she's like, let me just, why do we applaud her? Like, why do we give her a round of applause? My sister, my, you know, it's, it's just creepy. It's very creepy and weird. She's not a, she's not a likable character. She's a badass. Like she obviously yeah. can defend herself and she's, you know, got legs for days, but she is the characters in this movie are not uh, very well defined. They're not very, I wouldn't, I would not call the characters likable per se. No, I wouldn't say they were likable. No, I, I, no, no one comes to mind. Like maybe, maybe Blondie just, Cause she's snarky. Cause she's snarky. Yeah. And she's, she's clearly sleeping with the principal. And, uh, even though he is definitely married, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, it's, ugh, geez, but she's, but she's, you know, she's, she's probably like the comic relief of the movie, to be honest. Weird that nobody has a car. No one has a car um, in this movie. You're right. No one does. Yeah. That's pretty strange. Right. Like we that's, just we just run right. everywhere. We're that's runners. Rare, we do. We run through the woods to school from from a neighborhood we never really get to be introduced to. Like who, um, are, who are these fucking crazy people running everywhere? Yeah, I I really feel like there could have been more backstory in certain places, and there could have been less backstory in other places. <laughs> yes, great point. And there is a post credit scene, a very early post credit scene. Not something that happened a lot back then. Mm-hmm. obviously very common now and i have pretty miserable anticlimactic ending yes again what what's wrong with the dad i have that written down I, and dad really bothers me my favorite what's your favorite line from the movie do you have one i don't even know who said my line at this point but i have it written down maybe you'll remember if you say it i could tell you who said it because i can't think of any okay. quotes right now for me you don't have a favorite line from the movie no that's sad but i don't have a favorite line from the Mine might be the music. It is the music teacher now that I think about it. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> he says, I got plenty of tongue for both of us. Uh, God. Jesus. Uh, it's a music uh, teacher, right? Uh, it's a music teacher, right? He's it so is. disgusting. <laughs> he's so scary. Uh, um, I think probably. Yeah, I would say probably the music teacher lines in general, just but without the whole weird, you know, cobra references and stuff. But like where he's talking about, he's like, you know, he's like, I used to play blah 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 for blah blah blah. You should come up to the coast and yeah, we'll have dinner and you know all that kind of stuff. I love that he, there's a setup of him being blackmailed, possibly. Right. Like I want to know like if that tape found its way to the authorities after the murder. Like if there was an investigation and these kids over that tape and they're like, oh, oh dear. <laughs> I think anybody, it's like anybody who was actually listening to it would have to set their ears on fire afterwards. <laughs> like it's really, really, really fucking creepy and horrible. So I love this movie. I liked it a lot. I love the <laughs> way it was shot. I love the way Felony looked. Yeah. And I wish I would. But for me, the selling point for this was it was clever. Um, I think it's probably unique uh, mm. to this because I don't I'm not flashing on any other movies where that they use that style. I'm sure there were. But uh, kudos to this movie that was made for a quarter million dollars where yeah. They inventively use some great cinematography. I like it. It's a very, it's an unusual. And Vanna White. I, I dig, I dig this. I think, I think I have a nostalgia yeah. for it, you know, but I also think that I like it. I even like it with today's eyes as well. It's very nostalgic. People that are obsessive over Vanna White will watch this movie and be like, oh my God, everyone starts somewhere. Absolutely. And she doesn't even get naked. Her yeah. job is just to run around and giggle. Not an abundance of bras. Um, utilized in the oh, filming Jesus. of this movie. No, no one had a bra on in this movie. I was just thinking that. Yeah, yeah no I one don't... had a bra. On. It was very not, how, not similar to my high school memories. <laughs> very dissimilar. <laughs> just a bunch of brawless wonders, just walking mm. around, living their lives. Not how I remember things. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. There's pretty, no pretty good movie. I'm trying to think if there's no there's no real sex in this film either. It's it's you know there's a couple of booby shots and that and it's done very tastefully, no. truthfully. The one sex scene that they were about to set up um, on the park bench gets interrupted by Officer Creepy. Um, <laughs> even Linnea's scene in the woods. I mean, she was getting naked, but I don't even think she's naked in that scene. She's close. Yeah, uh, and so I don't even think she gets naked in that. Like it, it's weird to me that she replaced an actress who did not want to do nudity but i don't i don't really remember linnea getting naked in this movie did she just it? shows her she she shows her breasts to the the only actress teacher. i think was naked so that's it like that's what yep. the other actress left for i know but it was the 80s and some women I mean, she felt was way more naked in return of the living dead She's way more naked in Return of the Living Dead. And, and prior to this film, she had done Savage Streets. And Savage Streets was way worse. I haven't seen. Nudity-wise. And no one needs to see that movie. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very okay. upsetting film. I mean, I guess if you're like a Linda Blair aficionado, then hmm. you need to see it. But other than that, it's, there's no real reason to see it. 
Oh, maybe I have seen that. Is like Linda Blair, like um, like early twenties Linda Blair. Yep. Maybe I've seen this movie. She wear a lot of like black yep. leather. Yep. She carries a crossbow. Teased hair. Yes, I have she's seen this movie. Got the teased sort of perm, not really kind of hair going on. Yeah, it is definitely one of those movies. All right, so this is gonna be a fun edit. Oh God, I, you know what? I pity you for this because I'm listening to this even as we're recording and there's so many fucking lulls and there's so many chops. I'm like, oh, Ron, oh God. We may have to do this episode again. We may we'll have see. to, and I don't know. I'm okay with that. Totally fine with that. Oh, Ron, you're frozen again. First acting in the entire film. I hold on. Now Ooh. you're talking and it's fine. But your face is frozen. <laughs> this there is going to be are. fun to edit. <laughs> it's going to be like us going, hold on. What was that movie that Eli Roth made? <laughs> Green. Green Mile? No. Green Island? No. Green Room? Green Room? Green Room! Yeah.